while we're not in control of outside opinions and outside circumstances and the outside world, we can control our inside one, our inside world. And that's what I did. But here's the catch. Old keys won't open new doors. This is a Soulfire production. You're listening to episode 114 of Yes And with me, your girl, your host, your partner in crime, Judy Holler, what's up fam? And this episode is brought to you by our friends at AdvoCare, a wellness company on a mission to support your health needs with high vibe resources and products. And guess what? We have a code. Use YesAnd15 every time you shop to get discounts and support this podcast when you do. I love these solo episodes so much. I just love being here with you. Um, And I just made myself a little, okay, it's, can I just be fully transparent here? Okay. It is 3.43 in the afternoon when I'm recording this for you. And let me take a sip. Hold on. Mm. Your girl got got herself a little half-calf, a little half-calf coffee. Anyone else enjoy an afternoon coffee? Um, I use a a half-calf half caffeine, um, pod. I have an espresso and I I feel like that makes me feel less guilty about the afternoon coffee. And wait, hold on. Let me back up. I do not feel guilty about my afternoon coffee. I fucking love, I love my afternoon coffee. Um, I don't do it all the time, but when I do it, I savor it. Um, and it usually means by the way, coffee for me, um, usually means like I'm settling settling into something cozy. It's definitely coffee has cozy vibes for me. Uh, and I'm settling into this show with you. We we're going to have, Ooh, we're going to have a conversation today. I also um, have to tell you about a text I got as well. Um, and I think it's like a perfect way to start. Um, you know, today we're going to talk about building something new or repairing something that has broken and rebuilding. And it's hard to do that if we don't have boundaries. If you want to live a brave life, if you want to do cool shit, if you want more control, really what you want is more freedom, not more control over your time, money, life, health, relationships, all those things. If you want more freedom, it requires boundaries. So I was on the phone the other day with one of my friends and clients, and we were talking about the keynote I'm bringing to her event. And I was sort of, you know, soft pitching it. It, She had already booked me, but like really walking her through like the core ideas, the changes, the truths, the deliverables, you know, all the good stuff that will happen to her participants and the audience on the other side of my talk. And a lot of the work I do is really wrapped around boundaries, right? The boundaries it takes to live a a brave life, to have a better relationship with your fears. So we get to talking about it. And she's in this season of of big change. I think we all are, but she's running on all cylinders. She's she's a mom. She's got a career. She's got a team. She's got a volunteer role. And she is just slammed like everybody, right? And we have this conversation about my talk and we're talking about boundaries. So some time goes by and I get this text from her and here's what it says. She goes, Judy, guess what I just did? I sent a note to a few people in my office saying that I'm no longer accepting 
Thursday and Friday meetings. My time has evaporated since Zoom has entered the game. If I'm going to get shit done, all the shit done that I talk about in meetings, then I'm going to need that time back. (laughs) To which I replied, OMG. And then I go, yes, queen. Love you. Love this. Those are some boss babe boundaries. So, you know, I want to start sharing more of those. Um, I want to start sharing, we call them in the House of And, our soulful success stories. But what I love about that one is that it's a beautiful example of taking some of your time back, being brave enough to set a boundary, but mostly it's about realizing that a no to something or someone else is always a big old juicy yes to yourself. And living a yes and lifestyle requires you to have those uncomfortable conversations, to set those uncomfortable boundaries, to say no to the endless barrage of Zooms and meetings and Instagram and texts and and emails, right? All the things that come at us all day long and start saying yes to ourself. No to the stuff. Yes to ourself. Now, disclaimer, this doesn't mean we don't work. It doesn't mean we don't show up, right? We, we do what we can when we can, and there's no perfect day, week, or schedule. Sometimes I'm sure she's going to need to get on Zoom on a Thursday or a Friday. But right, if we don't begin at the beginning, we won't get anywhere. So, you know, I love hearing from you. I love hearing these kinds of stories. I love getting texts and DMs like this. I love getting emails like this. So keep them coming. Uh, Email us those stories. DM me those stories. Shoot me a text if you got the digits. Um, We want to hear from you, right? What boundaries are you setting? What changes are you making? And how is our methodology inside the House of And, in this community, really helping you smash through those comfort zones and open new doors? And I can tell you, my girl there, she is going to open some new doors. She is going to make space for herself, And what could be possible because she set a boundary and given herself the ability to do that, right? So it's also, the reason I wanted to share that at the top of the show is not only am I obsessed with it, I think it's so great. Um, I I think it's a dope segue to what I want to talk to you about today. Um, I am not sure that I've ever told you our house of and origin story. Now, before you dip out thinking this episode is going to be one big fucking ad for the House of And and our mentorship, it's not. (laughs) Of course, shameless plug. I'd love for you to check us out. I'd love to see your shining face every month in our mentorship. I'd love to have you be a member of our community, right? And by the way, if that is legit something you're you're curious about, try it for free. Go Go to the show notes, use our code, use the link, put the bundle in your cart, Use the code at checkout, open the door, and it will comp you out a month. And that comped out month also gives you access to the replays of the previous month's content. So it is juicy, it is high value, and it allows you to sort of try before you buy. Um, but really, where where I want to go today is I want to take you behind the scenes and have a conversation about what it really looks like in real life, IRL, to unlock possibility. I want to talk to you about how how you can do it, what it looks like, and how, my favorite, you can get yourself unstuck anytime, any place, anywhere. All you need is a guts over fear mindset and 
the transformational power of and. So a year ago this week, I flew to Palm Springs, California. I feel fancy as fuck even just saying that. Uh, So this was like March of 2021, okay? And like many of you, uh, I wasn't doing too great at that time. I was suffering from some severe PTSD from the smoke of 2020. And frankly, uh, anyone else still have a little PTSD hanging around? Um, I, I know I can't be alone there, but yeah, at, at that time, March, 2021, I was, I was lost. I was stuck. I was confused. My husband was out of work. He was still out of work. Um, I had just watched my keynote speaking business dry up overnight. And while I was grateful to pivot to the virtual world, it wasn't and isn't the same, right? The energy is different. You have to rework your material. You have to purchase and reconfigure all your technology. Your fees get cut in half. You lose all your marketing opportunities for photo and video of you doing your thing on stage, which is a really big deal in the speaker world. And at the time, 80% of my business was direct, meaning I'd speak and after my talk, get dozens of referrals, which is literally how I built and grew my speaking business. And the speaking industry, we call that spin business. Uh, now, virtual events, <laughs> they don't really produce that kind of spin. So the leads started drying up, the funnel wasn't full, and I felt sort of hopeless. Like it seemed doom and gloom every day on the news. There were more, more restrictions and more masks and more cancellations of live events. And, you know, it felt like there was no end in sight. And I legit, I mean, I felt like I was starting over. I had spent years building my speaking business. I was getting the big stages and the Fortune 500 clients we wanted, we were making an impact. I had grown a seven-figure speaking business, then boom, brick wall. Yes, but record scratch. So like everyone else, I did the pivot dance and I started doing my virtual keynotes and you know, it kept my business afloat. We, you know, we had some great things happen too. In 2020, I was finally able to create the Fear Boss Project workbook at the request of so many of you who had read my book, Fear is My Homeboy, but wanted more. Uh, So we did that. Last year, I I made my planner. Uh, It started as the Vibe and Thrive Planner. It's now been rebranded to the Possibility Planner. And that was a goal that I had been sweeping under the rug for years because I had no time because I lived on the road. And I was also able to reevaluate myself and my priorities. So, I mean, I look back at photos of me from like 2018, 2019, 2020, and before really. uh, And I think those, those photos in that range, 17, 18, 19, 20, but definitely 18, 19, 20, those photos of me sort of make, well, not sort of, they make me sad. You know, I was exhausted. I was so fucking deep in the comparison game. I was constantly looking around, looking around way too much. I spent more time jealous than I did making shit. I was 
out of shape. I was losing my hair due to stress and never slowing down and, and eating like shit and treating myself like shit. My skin was a mess. I was drinking way too much. And then the pandemic happened and poured gasoline on that fire. So when December of 2020 hit, I was so done. I was done uh, with my bullshit. I was done with my fear. I was done crying. I was done with my excuses. I was done waiting. I was done hiding. I was done with how shitty I looked and felt. And I knew that if I kept waiting for someday, when the pandemic was over, right? Air quotes, when the pandemic was over to get my life together, I could be waiting the rest of my life because there is no someday. There's only today. And right now, and the biggest gift I got from the improv theater is this reminder (laughs) that we never have a script. You know, life is improv. Anything can happen at any time. And our our collective trauma that was COVID-19 has, has sort of proven that anything can happen at any time. And while we're not in control ever of outside opinions and outside circumstances and the outside world, we can control our inside one, our inside world. And that's what I did. But here's the catch. Old keys won't open new doors. But I kept using these old keys, old beliefs, blocks, habits, excuses, thinking they'd open these new doors. But every time I try to put a key in the door, it wouldn't open. So I'd try another key and it wouldn't open. So I'd try another key and it it, it wouldn't open. I was so stuck. And I knew that in order to open a new door for myself, which is what we need to do in order to get ourselves unstuck, it was going to take some new keys, some new habits, some new decisions, and some new goddamn doors. So step one, I stopped drinking. I took 10 months off going completely alcohol-free. As a result of that, my skin cleared up and I lost some excess weight and my, my hair started growing back. I was making some new virtual friends. I was growing this big badass community with you. I started a podcast. I was expanding my network. I started unfollowing anyone who triggered me to feel less than. And I just started getting my shit together on the inside first. I had to lay the foundation, my foundation first. I sort of had to rebuild truly my foundation. And here's the thing, you can't build anything new, whether it's a relationship or a career or a project or a job or a book or your health without that solid foundation, because it will crumble when the wind blows. And babe, the wind's going to (laughs) blow. It's going to blow. And I think so many of us skip this step because we're impatient or we think there's this like fast track to success or that, that doing the work is this woo woo bullshit. So we rush right into taking action and setting all the goals. And we do this without laying a strong foundation first for those beautiful goals to sit on top of, you know, those goals of yours, those dreams on your heart, those desires that you have, they, they need a place to lay. They need to be held by something. 
So there I am, I'm doing all this work on myself, I'm building mental wealth and I'm practicing these mental fitness techniques that are helping me heal internally so I can sort of start to take the actions I need externally. And all of that led me to the desert. I knew I needed to take action and open a door. I knew that if I wanted to get unstuck and uncover what was next for me and my business and my brand and my team, I, I needed to get outside my comfort zone and into something new. So I hired a coach to help me reimagine my business and take things to the next level. Enter Ken. Now, I had seen Ken on stage at a conference in 2019 um, and immediately loved his style, his thinking, and his vibe. We got to know each other virtually through a community we're both a part of, and we'd exchange emails and DMs to connect on different things inside that community. So he'd always sort of been in like my side rear view mirror as someone I'd love to work with, but like I had no idea how. I was also, in full transparency, kind of intimidated So Ken Black is the former vice president of digital design and global Olympic creative director at motherfucking Nike. Okay. He also built a startup that was eventually bought by Nike. So, I mean, this dude is kind of a big deal. So (laughs) I muster up my nerdy courage. I take a deep breath. Hello, fear experiments. And in January, 2021, I sent him a DM, okay? And I asked him if he'd be willing to work with me. You know, like, fuck, what did I have to lose? I told him I was looking for some strategic support and mentorship as I look to evolve and find my next mountain to climb. So I asked him, I was like, A, do you do this sort of thing? And B, if he did, could I hire him? (laughs) So like I press send and just like, wait, like thinking, oh God, what did I just do? But gulp, it's out there. So, you know, at the time, truly, I had no idea what I wanted to do, um, what I wanted to do specifically with him, how this would all work. But I knew I was on to something. Um, I, I knew that I had built something special in Fear is My Homeboy. I knew my ideas about my time in the improv theater were unique and original. And that helping people reframe the way they look at and work with their fear. Um, I knew that perspective I had was different and the success stories just continued and continue to pile up, but I couldn't figure out what to do next. I needed help. I needed an outside perspective and I needed to open a door, a new door. I needed to add something new. What do we do when we're stuck? we add something new. So this was really looking back a very transformational and first and moment for me. Um, Yes, I'm stuck. And here's what I'm going to do about it. So after a few back and forth and sort of interview-ish Zooms and conversations, we made it official. Uh, I signed a contract and I I, I flew to Palm Springs. We arranged for me to go out there the first weekend of March to spend a weekend in the desert, applying design strategy to my business. So I get there on a Thursday and 
our agenda was to sort of run through Saturday afternoon, like around three o'clock. And I remember arriving at his house um, Thursday early evening. I had arrived Thursday morning. I get to my hotel, get all checked in. And I remember like taking my little rental car car and driving there and literally walking up to his front door, like shaking with nerves. I mean, first of all, yo, A, we never met in person. Okay. Um, B, um, it was still post COVID. So there was that weirdness in the air traveling and all that. Um, C, I, I was having like massive imposter syndrome. You know, like, what if I'm out of my league here? Um, what if this is a, 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 a massive waste of time and money? What if he changes his mind? What if he's a serial killer? What if I sound stupid? Shit, what do I, what do I even want out of this? Wait, am I really doing this? <laughs> so spoiler alert, Ken is absolutely not a serial killer. And of course he was um, very well vetted before I traveled to the desert by myself and uh, put myself in that environment. But yo, for real, right? Uh, so I'm standing there in front of this like fancy ass Palm Springs mansion. Uh, I take a deep breath. I put my two little feet on the doormat in front of his door. And I think, okay, Okay, I'm here. Deep breath. I've said yes. I'm in the game, baby. I'm in the game now. I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to knock on this door. So I knocked and he answered. We say hello. We exchange these hellos with the natural ease of old friends. And off I go through a newly opened door into this beautiful abyss of possibility. So Thursday night was lots of questions about me growing up, my story, how I got to where I am today. And then Friday, I was to be back at his house at 8.30 a.m. in workout clothes because we were going to hike the mountain behind his house. And the agenda for that hike was jute, jute, jute. If you know the pun, you know. But this was all about Judy the business, Judy the brand, and Judy the human. And sidebar, if you are ever building an agenda, a retreat agenda for yourself, your team, uh, members of your community, that movement inspired morning was really smart and strategic. He made a choice, a really strong decision for us to start off when things are the most high vibe. I call them the magic hours between like eight and 11 AM where our creative juices are flowing and movement just pours gasoline onto that fire. So I arrive at his house on Friday. We fill up our water bottles, which of course he has a hot pink one out for me. Such a vibe. We go into the desert sunshine for our first full day of strategic discussion. We're walking and talking and hiking and vibing about all things jute, jute, jute. And as we begin to make our way down the backside of the mountain to head back to his house to refresh and start the next part of our agenda, I gasp and sort of stop cold blooded. I had these full body chills run right up my spine in a moment of sweet serendipity that I will never forget. See, I had been with Ken for almost two hours at this point, this point of us coming down the backside of the mountain. And I never noticed until this moment that he chose to wear an ampersand t-shirt. 
he had a big old juicy and on his chest. I stopped and I said to him, oh my God, your shirt. To which he smiles and goes, yeah, my shirt. I've had it on all morning, you dig it? <laughs> to which I say, loving the thoughtfulness and the serendipity of it all, yes. And oh my God, that's it. He goes, what? And that's it. And it's always been. And because saying yes isn't enough. You can say yes in this life and still be complacent if you want anything to happen. If you want any real change, you've got to move. You've got to open the door. It's and. Shortly after that moment, we're back at his house with the whiteboards and the markers and the post-its and the palm trees, and we start building the house of and. You know, asking ourselves questions like, what is it? What does it look like? Who's invited? How do they feel? What's the vibe? You know, what mountain are we climbing and on and on? And since Ken is a designer by trade, every decision and concept for House of And had and has that sort of filter of design strategy thinking, not only applied to how it feels in our house, but to how things look and what our story, our visual aesthetic tells as well. So much so that we decided it couldn't just be a house, H-O-U-S-E. That's too basic. We are not basic. We don't do basic around here. This needed to be a house, H-A-U-S, borrowed from high fashion and, and chic, epic, edgy, luxe, merchandising, right? So we want it to be H-A-U-S, not a house, right? So on Saturday, we wrap up at two and I'm feeling so fucking high vibe. I knew something transformational had just happened. So um, I wasn't leaving until Sunday. So we say our goodbyes and you know, pack up all of our things. And I uh, spend the afternoon to decompress, strolling around Palm Springs by myself, sort of processing everything that just happened. And I was thinking to myself, I remember thinking to myself like, oh my God, is this, like, is this real life? I just spent three days with a former Nike exec in his fancy Palm Springs house, building a, a new brand. And now I'm strolling around Palm Springs. <laughs> it was surreal, but it also was and is real life, my real life. And I put myself there. I prepared by laying the foundation and working on myself first. And that built confidence, the confidence it took for me to take action by opening a new door and reaching out to someone I very much admired. And after that, I, I cracked a window by putting myself in a new environment and remaining open to what could be while seeing things with a new perspective. And then, then I received the serendipitous gift of and coming down the backside of that mountain and the crazy thing is that it was there all along. I just needed to move in order to find it. I needed to remix the way I saw things. I needed to add something new and I continue to do it again and again and again and again. I say yes and, yes and, 
yes, and, yes, and. It's this infinite game because your first yes gets you in the game. Remember me walking up to his house, put my little two little sandals on his doormat? That's my yes. I got myself there. And keeps you there. And is knocking on the door and then turning the handle to open it. So how can you, my beautiful listener, my brave, badass listener, how can you take this story and apply it to anything new you're trying to build? Maybe for you, it's a new relationship or a new career or a new project. Maybe you too need to rebuild something that's broken or repair a house that's falling down because it wasn't built on a solid foundation. So we need to rebuild. No matter the circumstance, you can apply this framework, which has become our methodology inside the house of Anne to any scenario, because we are seeing time and time and time again through the hundreds of success stories we receive that there are four truths. One, you must first lay the foundation. Two, then you got to move. You have to open new doors and take action, which leads to three, you remaining open to what's possible letting things in from the outside in order to, number four, receive the gifts from the universe. Preparation, action, openness, receiving. Those are our four truths and they were born a year ago in the desert when a new door was opened. So, I challenge you to think through something you are trying to build right now. How can you apply those four truths to its growth? Who do you need to reach out to? Who can you build a relationship with? Do you set networking goals for yourself each week, challenging yourself to make waves and authentic conversations with other human beings? Can you hire a new coach, ask for mentorship, join a mastermind, take a class? Could you travel somewhere new? Even better, could you do it by yourself? Can you listen to a new podcast, ask for help, ask for the business, sell something you make? What if, what if you stopped trying to do all the things and only do what only you can do? What would happen if that's all you did all day long. What if you removed Instagram from your phone for a week? <laughs> what, what could you create? What could you prove to yourself? How could you make sure your business is diversified? Old keys won't open those new doors, but new doors are the key to a better life. What doors are you not opening? Because you're stuck using some old keys, right? You're stuck in this old version of yourself. And if you're where I was in January, 2021, and if you feel like your house has fallen down and you don't know where to start and you feel stuck and you don't know what to do next and everything feels overwhelming, I would invite you to start at the beginning and come back to yourself 
and begin laying a new foundation because anything new you want to do, build, fix, or repair has to have a strong foundation. You could have the biggest dreams and the best goals and the most badass boundaries. You could be manifesting and journaling and crystals and candles and doing all the things. And that's great. And it's important, but it won't stand the test of time if we don't begin at the beginning. And what's so great about this methodology is that it is an infinite game. We continue to say yes, and yes, and yes, and yes, and which keeps us moving forward despite doubt despite fear and despite the inevitable change that is a part of the human experience. That's our story. That's the house of and origin story. That's how it began. That's how it was built. And that story is just beginning. I hope you you learned something new. I hope this episode made an impact. And mostly I hope that it reminds you that there's no finish line, babe. This is an infinite game, right? And whenever you get lost, you can always come back home to yourself and let the next and lead the way. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway was. Um, the, the best thing you could do for me, if you loved this episode, is share it with someone you love. Oh my goodness, that would mean the world to me. Or drop us a review on iTunes. I can't even tell you how much I love reading those. They are the only reviews I read and how much they mean to me. So thank you. I'm always available um, at hello at judyholler.com. If you get my newsletter every Friday, um, you can simply click reply to that that newsletter. And guess what? You'll be in our inbox. You'll be right there. Um, so, and if you don't get my newsletter, sign up, link in, link in show notes. Um, and then of course there's social media, social meds. I thank you for listening. I thank you for spending your time here with me. Um, and I can't wait to be here with you next week. So until we meet again, keep opening those doors one and at a time. Ciao. Mwah.